1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. But we are going to head now to the phone line and talk with our guy, James Young, of Sports Grid Basketball. Coach, always great to be with you. How are you?
2: Good to be on with you guys. I heard you guys, you know, in the green room talking about that big matchup. And I know we talk NBA, but, you know, some interesting things. I, I do like Creighton tonight. I think you got to throw out last night's game with Arkansas uh, played against Louisville. By the way, Louisville is the worst coach team in America. Oh, I they're mean, bad. They're <laughs> I mean, they're Lord have Bring back Chris – Go get Rick Pitino back there. That's how bad they are. But when I watched the game last night, very aggressive style by Eric Musselman, I think Creighton's going to get them in foul trouble. I think they're better offensively. They obviously score 85 points a game. I think it'll be tight, but I think foul trouble and the first big game for those young kids is going to come back to bite them. I actually do like Creighton, minus the points.
1: Love that, Coach. Uh, Real quick, too, what about in the other game before we get into the NBA? Sean asked you an NBA question. Arizona-San Diego State tonight. San Diego State's probably the best mid-major team in college basketball. People are going to see them tonight. You think they give Arizona a game? Do you think they win that?
2: I think they can win that. Coach Dutcher's done a great job there. You know, a mid-major team. Uh, they have a couple of transfers. The kid Trammell really shot the ball poorly last night. It's going to be better tonight. They just they defend you guys and beat you with the sum of their parts. I actually think that San Diego State's going to win that game tonight.
0: Coach, moving on to the NBA tonight. I got my eye on the Kings and the Grizzlies. Weirdly enough, only laying a point and a half why don't the Grizzlies take a bigger step back when they don't have Ja Morant on the court? Like, it feels like they're the same basketball team, if not a little bit better, without the guy who might be the best player in the world. You know, it's, it's amazing. If you, if you look at Ja, and look at the metrics, look at last year
2: when he when he went out. Remember, they won like nine of their first ten without Ja. Desmond Bain does a great job of spacing the floor. I think they're missing Desmond Bain a lot more than people think. But when you get and in look into Ja, to me, Ja's got a pick. Does he want to be the highlight film, like the AI of this generation where he can get you 30 points a night but only give you a couple of six, you know, five or six assists? Or does he want to give you 22, 23 points a night and give you 10, 11 assists where he could spray the ball around the other players? That, I think, is a struggle that the Grizzlies are having. That's why you think sometimes when Tyus Jones is in at the point offense seems to flow a lot better.
1: Mm, it's a great point you bring up, Coach. I want to talk to you about the Pacers. They had a tough start to the season, but all of a sudden they're playing some really good basketball. They've won five games in a row. They're 10-6 and six on the year. They're the current four seed right now in the Eastern Conference. What's changed for Indiana? Why have they been so good here as of late?
2: Well, one, they've had Miles Turner for the majority of the year, let's be honest. Two, they've had Tyrese Halliburton for the majority of the year. Even though the loss of Chris Duarte, who's a really good 3-and-D player, Benny Matherin has stepped in. Guys, Benny Matherin's a walking bucket. He'll tell you that any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So he's gonna always going to get his shot no matter what. But it's also this, guys. Kirk Carlisle's a damn good coach. You know, last year was kind of a, uh, you know, it was a weird year. You know, they got to get rid of Sabonis. They got to get rid of some of, the, some of the guys. So it seems like it's more of his team. It'll be interesting because they're almost a couple they're almost like I thought Detroit was going to be going where Indiana is. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought Detroit was going to be better Mm -hmm. and the Indians are going to be worse. It's almost like I got it reversed. But uh, Rick Carlos had a really good job with that team. And you got to like the way that Tyrese Halliburton is playing at the point guard
0: position. Moving on to the Brooklyn Philly game tonight, coach. What's up with Ben Simmons? I mean, obviously, the guy rookie of the year, number one overall pick, multiple-time all-star. And now, honestly, you look at his numbers, numbers of the worst point guard in basketball, and he goes out and scores 20, and we all pat him on the back like he's a little kid. What type of numbers do you expect from him tonight, and what kind of Ben Simmons do you expect going forward the rest of the season? You're going to be shocked when I say this. He's going to go over his points prop tonight.
2: It's it's a low-hanging fruit at 10 and a half. He's gone over the last three games, only scoring 7.9 points per game. Gotta remember, folks, this guy sat out a whole year. Plus, and it's it's a little bit different, but I think he's starting to find his niche. If you play him at that at that small ball five, and you space the floor with Durant, with Kyrie, you know, with Joe Harris, if you can ever hit a goddamn shot in a big spot, with Patty Mills, and get him driving lanes where he can go north-south and keep him around the basket. He's going to be effective. I like his points prop over 10.5 tonight, partially because of that and the fact that Philadelphia's got no rim protection. I'm sorry. I don't see Paul Reed or Montrose Howell stopping him at the 4 or 5 position tonight.
1: Mm, so, would you lay the 7.5 with Brooklyn tonight, coach? You think that's a good play on the road at Philly?
2: I I think Brooklyn throw out the 153 they gave up to Sacramento, who m- may be the big, forget Indiana. They could be as much or a bigger surprise, well, probably Indiana first, but a pretty big surprise in the Western Conference with Sacramento. You throw out the 153, they played better defense. If Kyrie doesn't mess up the boat, it's almost like when Katie had that talk and blasted him after 153 saying like, oh, you expect me to win with the rest of these guys. The rest of those guys have started to step up their game a little bit. Um, nobody's playing Philadelphia. Obviously no Tobias, no Maxi, um, and obviously no JoJo. So, Give me the full, uh, give me the nets, my supports. I think they want to make a statement when Ben Simmons actually back in Philadelphia tonight.
0: If you're looking at a futures bet, what do they say? Buy low, sell high, whatever that is. I don't have any money in stocks. I'm broke. (laughs) Do you think that now is the time to maybe put some future money on those nets?
2: It, it It would be now, but I just think to me, the rebounding concerns and guarding the bigs are going to be a problem. They're going to have a problem with JoJo when he plays. They're going to have a problem with Giannis when he plays. They want to have a, they'll want have a problem with Bam Adebayo if he decides that he wants to play. Um, they'll have a problem with Robert Williams if he gets healthy. So I think there's too many what-if facts. The Nets need to go get a center. They need to go get a center that's a rim protector and a rebounder because to me, honestly, Nick Claxton is not a guy, I think, at the center position that can anchor a championship defense.
1: Coach, I was also looking at the futures market today. The Northwest Division stuck out to me. Denver's minus 190 to win it, but then you have Portland at plus 475 and Utah at plus 550. I know both of these teams have been big surprises, but both of them have been beating pretty good teams. Do you see any value at taking either of those teams at those odds, Portland plus 475 or Utah at plus 550 to win that division?
2: If you're going to ask me to take one of them, I would take Portland. I think they're the better team. I think if you look at it, there's more sustainable. It's more likely that if they start slipping a little bit, Danny Ainge blows that up rather than Portland blowing that up because obviously with bringing in Jeremy Grant. I love that combo of Anthony Simons and Dame time in the backcourt. I think this is a bigger guard. This is what Dame needed to play with. No offense to C.J. McCollum, but I do like the role, guys. I have to get Gary Payton a second back. Nurkic is a number four score, he's not a number two score. So, if we're talking about staying power, if they can get dame healthy, actually, like Portland Trailblazers, that's not a bad little sneaky bet to put on to steal that division. Because if Joker gets hurt, they go downhill right away,
0: right? Well, if we're talking about teams that clearly need to make an addition. Lakers tonight versus Phoenix. I don't think L.A. has much of a chance. Phoenix laying nine and a half by the time it goes off. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being double digits around 10. What do the Lakers need to do? What can the Lakers do just to get their head above water this season?
2: Shooting. Rim protection. That's why the buddy-heeled Miles Turner thing made so much sense for the Lakers. You put AD at the four you can run high-low action, and you can run high-low action either way because Miles Turner is a step-out five. You have two elite rim protectors at the paint, and then obviously you give LeBron more shooting with bad buddy coming into the fold, and now you have driving lanes open, plus you get Russell Westbrook on up out of there. But I, I don't see, unless they make a move, I don't see how this team even makes, makes a run to the playoffs, not even to the playing. I don't think they're going to make a run because they've dug themselves too much of a hole, and I don't think they have the shooting or the rebounding post-play to make a move in the Western Conference.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Coach. Uh, Minnesota, they were a team, a lot of expectations coming in, got off to a rough start. They've won four games in a row. Do you think this is finally the stretch where they start to turn around, or do you still see some issues with that team?
2: Well, they got to find a way to get, you know, Black Jesus, Anthony Edwards, going downhill where he can create and get to the basket. That's the problem with having Rudy Gobert because he clogs the paint, whereas Cat could be a stretch five big. But I do like Rudy there because I think he protects Cat on the defensive end. Not a strong defender, not the best rebounder, and not a tremendous shot blocker. So... If they could figure out how to play them together, Cat would go bare. Let Gobert go to the weak side block, let him get lob dunks, tip-ins, clear the space on the strong side for, for Anthony Edwards. You gotta get better play at of D'Lo. That team is dangerous. It just I wonder, like Memphis, like they were so good last year and they, and they arrived. Sometimes that young team that makes that move, sometimes regresses the next year because they're fully not mature enough to handle the success.
0: Another team that was pretty good last year. In fact, they won the championship, the Golden State Warriors. What's going on? Like, it feels like a lot of people are basically burying this team. To me, they have too many good players and the season's too long where at some point they're going to get this figured out, right?
2: Well, listen, they've, they lost two of the back-to-back games against New Orleans because they haven't played their guys. And and Steve Kerr's punting to the end of the season. To me, it's about you have to get Clay playing the way Clay is capable. He did have a big game last week, so you hope that he turns a corner. To me, bro, it's about their bench play. Obviously, they miss Otto Porter Jr. They miss Gary Payton II. They miss Damian Lee. They they miss Iguodala. They miss those nails and glue guys that allow Steph and Draymond and Clay and Wiggins to get their breath. Here's the other thing. James Wiseman bro what are you like where are you I know you're in the G League now you should be absolutely assaulting people with your wingspan your ability to run the floor stretch the floor and be a lob threat they need something out of James Wiseman because to me if they could ever figure him out and get him playing the right way he's so much better than Kavon Looney he's more of an offensive threat and more of a shot blocking threat for the Warriors.
1: Yeah, former number two overall pick, James Wiseman. Like you said, just hasn't quite panned out like they would hope. Coach, last question for you. I look at the Western Conference as a whole, and we're only like 17, 18 games into the season. It's pretty incredible, though. You look at the gap between first place all the way down to 10th place, Utah to Minnesota. There's only a two-game difference. So to you, is Phoenix still the best team in the West? And if so, how big is the separation between them and the next best team?
2: I think they are the best team in the West until I see something out of the Clippers that shows that Kawhi is committed to this. Because I think they have the deepest roster in the West. And I really do think Tyron will lose one of the five best uh, coaches. The things to watch for, guys, we go down stretches, the five and six seeds, Sacramento, New Orleans. What are they? Are they teams that in the playoffs, can they be dangerous? Offensive firepower of the Kings, a Fox and Huerta, with Barnes in the front court with Sabonis and Keegan Murray, and then the Pelicans. They're punting with Zion. Look for any nagging injury to get him a blow, but that lineup and that bench, that athleticism, they will give teams problems. Watch out for those two teams.
1: That's great stuff. The coach, James Young, Sports Grid Basketball, kind enough to join us. Always appreciate the insight. Coach, enjoy the Maui Invitational tonight. I know you got four games of NBA, but Creighton, Arkansas, and San Diego State, Arizona. I know you're looking forward to that. It's going to be some good stuff.
2: Uh, I definitely will. Thank God I don't have to watch Louisville. Lord, they terrible. <laughs> yes, they
1: are. <laughs> Coach James Young.